A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Welcome to The World in 10, analysis and insight into the stories making headlines globally from The Times of London with me, Stuart Willey. And me, Sonal Patel. Coming up over the next 10 minutes, we take a deep dive into the very human stories behind the migrant headlines. Also, the nudist rebellion in Spain. And the rise of well-being wearables. Intrigued? Keep listening and all will become clear, maybe. First, though, to France, where The Times has been to a migrant camp talking to those willing to risk their lives in shoddy boats and dinghies filled beyond capacity just to get to the UK. Now, many of them are women and children. Having faced perilous journeys, some of them end up living rough in makeshift lawless camps run by people smugglers. Grand Sans near Dunkirk is one such place. The Times' Adam Sage is no stranger to it. As Paris correspondent, he's visited many of these camps. I'm told that uh, gunfire in the camp uh, in, in near Dunkirk in Grand Sainte, which is really a suburb of Dunkirk, and are, are now very, very regular. I was talking to a, an Afghan migrant just, just now, um, half an hour ago before coming on air, who was saying that when he was staying in that camp, he heard gunfire just about every night. He doesn't think that these are people being shot, but these are the gang leaders firing bullets into trees, he said, into the ground, into the air, to show they've got guns, to show they're in control. Every time I go, I think it can't possibly get worse. Um, um, and it does, and it has. At the weekend, six people lost their lives, making that journey across the channel. The Times has been speaking to one 15-year-old, who we're calling Mohammed, who set off the same day, making the same journey, but thankfully on a different boat. Over the past six months, Mohammed has travelled through 13 countries before getting to France. He tried and failed to make the crossing at the weekend, but Adam says the teenager has no option but to try again. 
I mean, he's lost, he's young, he's terrified, but he sees no other option other than to continue trying, like all, really, the, or at least the vast majority of the migrants who have made it as far as northern France. The, the fundamental issue now for the migrants who have reached northern France, for him and the others, is that they've almost all had their fingerprints taken coming through Eastern Europe. Now, under European treaties if you had your you have to claim asylum in the first safe country you come to and if you have your fingerprints taken that shows that you've been in a safe country now mostly that's now bulgaria serbia romania uh, countries where they absolutely don't want to go to where they've had bad experiences coming through to ukraine and the people trying to live I guess a normal life is possible under what feels like constant bombardment. There's fierce fighting going on along the entire front line and the Ukrainians are making some progress, albeit very slowly. The Times correspondent George Grills is at a key port city at the centre of such fighting. I'm here in Odessa and it was, you know, a pretty sleepless night of pretty consistent attacks. Air defences tended to work pretty well, but some of the sort of fragments of the missiles that were shot down uh, ended up uh, injuring three people, like you said. There has been some light relief for people in Odessa as well. So for a long time, the beaches have been closed. It's a, it's a sort of f- famous for its beaches, uh, but they, they reopened, or stretches of the beaches were able to be re- reopened again. So Odessans were able to enjoy the Black Sea. I mean, this, they are risking... Uh, swimming in an area that has a lot of drifting sea mines as well. But the consistency authorities have erected these nets to sort of stop the sea mines washing up on, on the beaches. So sort of normal life returning to those famous beaches. But elsewhere, people are worried about a bigger threat. George is just back from a trip meeting people who live near the massive Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. Now that's the uh, largest nuclear power plant in Europe. There's also constant shelling across the water to Nikopol, where I was you know, injuring uh, and and killing residents pretty frequently. In the city has mostly empties now, but those remaining are kind of elderly people who might, they're so attached to it as a place and, you know, their whole life is there. You know, why would they move at this stage? Because it's it's a sort of centre of Cossack history. And basically when the Soviets created this dam, they flooded a lot of historic Cossack lands, which is sort of quite intimately tied to Ukrainian identity. Uh, but those 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 lands have started to reemerge as as the water has drained and that people are making archaeological discoveries. But then there's the fear that you know something at the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant could could create a sort of a, a zone similar to like around Chernobyl that would that, that would ruin that history once again. She's rarely out of the headlines, but Meghan Markle has got our attention this week for something she's been wearing. Yeah, it's not designer clothes or indeed jewellery, though. It's a sticker which cost $4. It's no ordinary sticker, though, Stuart, as if. Oh, no. This one is worn on the wrist. It's linked to your smartphone. The people behind the new calm patch claim it reduces stress. I'm sure there's some science behind it, although not a huge amount of actual research. Yeah, so it apparently changes the brain's frequencies using music, which you hear through headphones. Um, There also claims people have used it while in the dentist chair. Um, It's even been used by the Chicago Blackhawks hockey team 
to enhance performance. What the Duchess of Sussex is using it for is unclear, although there is that recently aborted multi-million dollar Spotify deal. You can read much more about this with a Times digital subscription. Now to a story that's getting a lot of traction online. Um, It's one of the most read stories on the Times website. Unsurprising, really, given it involves a nudist rebellion. Who doesn't love a nudist rebellion? I mean, let's be honest, vacations are a serious business unless you're going camping like I am next week, um, then it's just really miserable. I'm going to be heading to some of my favourite beaches anywhere. Along the coast, southwest of Barcelona, there are towns like Sitges and Tarragona, there's Golden Sands and, and the Blue Mediterranean. But it's those beaches where that rebellion is brewing. Yeah, it's over the incursion of textiles. Great name uh, given to those of us, myself included, thankfully, who wear swimsuits on the beach. This is Encarna Lopez saying, every time there are more people wearing clothes, it's an invasion. They used to be more respectful. Now we feel like weirdos. So in Catalonia, there are some 60 nudist beaches, but it's not enough. Naturists say they're being muscled out and they want the state to take action. This is the president of the Catalan Naturist and Nudist Association. He says nudists don't go to the urban beaches, but people that don't like nudity shouldn't go to the nude beach. So the answer, he says, is better signposting. Uh, So people know what to expect, I guess, and maybe council staff on hand, I guess, to explain what goes on. And what comes off? It's all making me feel a bit guilty now for wallowing around on a Sitges nude beach in my board shorts. But time to work on my courage and keep that nudist rebellion at bay. So I've crept out of the studio now and come down to the Times newsroom. With me from the Foreign Desk is Sam Masters. Sam, tell me some of the highlights coming up on the app and the website in the next few hours. Uh, Plenty to read about over the next few hours. Not least Stephen Gibbs, our Latin America correspondent, will take us through uh, what's going on in Argentina, where um, a populist who's described as Argentina's Trump has emerged as the frontrunner for October's presidential elections. Um, He's quite an interesting character, not least because he's got four dogs and once played in the Rolling Stones tribute band. Other stuff to mention is the celebrities in the Hawaii wildfires, Oprah Winfrey and Paris Hilton under a bit of fire for uh, turning up and see well, Oprah um, was turned away with her film crew at a shelter while Paris Hilton's been uh, relaxing on a beach only 30 miles from a town devastated by the fire. And that's it from us for today, although we couldn't go really without giving you an update on how the billionaires are getting on arranging that cage fight. I'm talking about Musk versus Zuckerberg, though perhaps they should really get themselves better ringside names. Last week, the Metaboss set a date, August the 26th. But Mark Zuckerberg says he's heard nothing from Elon Musk since. So we're not holding our breaths for that happening anytime soon. What is certain, though, is that we'll be back tomorrow. Bye for now. Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.